Hello, guys. Welcome to the Alex Pavlenko podcast. On today's episode, I'll share with you my different business ideas that I had to go through in order to find something that I enjoy, which I run today. I hope it helps someone discover their own passion and interest in life. Welcome to my very first episode. My parents immigrated from Ukraine when I was just nine years old. Being an immigrant, my parents didn't have much money to buy us kids toys. And the only way to afford a toy that I really wanted was to buy myself. I had to figure out ways to earn money, and so early on I had to work for it. I learned that my neighbors could afford toys for their kids, and I could earn money by just going and knocking on my neighbors' doors and offering them lawn mowing services, which I was pretty good at. I would recruit my friends and those friends who worked with me. When I was in high school, I was interested in website design, so I started learning the different frameworks and how to code websites. My very first official business was building websites for small businesses. When I was building small business websites, I would also get a few clients who had issues with their computers. Back in the day, people used to build custom computers. They would upgrade them with better graphic card, more RAM, bigger hard drive, you, you name it. And I remember building a few computers for friends and for some extra money. And that interest of mine grew. I continued to learn how internet works. I remember one day realizing there was an opportunity in buying and selling gift cards. Back in the day, stores would issue store credit for unwanted or returned items. And people would simply, you know, turn that around and sell it for cash. So I ended up setting up a website called a gift card exchange. You see, back in the day, I would buy these gift cards at discounted rate. For example, if somebody sends me a Home Depot card that had a value of $100, it would be worth about $80. I would buy them and release them on my website for other people to buy it. When someone bought a gift card, I would turn around and convert that physical gift card into an e-gift card and just mail them that by email, and you know if i couldn't i'll just mail them the real physical gift card early on i realized ebay was a great marketplace to sell gift cards they were a big auction website back in 2000 with a growing ebay account selling gift cards i started looking at other things to sell i ended up looking at bulk items that i could buy and then resell individually i remember finding a website where you could buy merchandise that stores couldn't sell in bulk these would be called kind of like mysterious boxes and so I bought a mystery box from Macy's and they would sell them for cheap, but they wouldn't list what's inside. And they would just say, you know, garments or clothing or whatnot. And I remember getting this box and thinking to myself, oh, it's probably good stuff that I could just resell. But when I opened the box, it was just full of new underwear. They got me thinking, you know. What am I supposed to do with so much underwear? Well, surprisingly, underwear was selling on eBay. And so that basically led me to sell most of that through eBay. And uh, by selling through eBay, I would include, you know, uh, my business card, my information, where they can purchase more if they were to go, you know, to my website. And this way I was able to uh, sell through eBay, you know, get their email, and then I would start email marketing them the different merchandise that I would receive. Well, that eventually led me to realize that it was fun to run an online store, but it wasn't something I had full passion for, you know? I couldn't figure out how to earn that reputation and consistent cash flow. With gift cards, it was hit and miss because gift cards became in-store credit with restrictions. 
where now all of a sudden stores required people to show their ID in order to get store credit. And in order to buy anything with that store credit, you had to show your ID as well. That basically, you know, didn't plan out as I thought. And I really couldn't see a huge growth in that anymore. So eventually I closed that business down and continued to pursue other opportunities. Right around that time, I discovered there was an opportunity in screen printing. This business allowed me to create a wholesale accounts with clothing companies that sold blanks, t-shirts and apparel that I could resell them with my own graphics or business logo, you name it. This business idea came to me when I was searching for promotional merchandise for a few of my clients and learning that some, some of it, if not all of the promotional items were overpriced, I knew I could cut out the middleman and offer the same service to my clients in addition to website services. You see, I ended up finding a local company that managed, ended up buying screen printing equipment and started my own screen printing business, you know, named it Thread Design. And then bought another domain name that was expired by another screen printing company in Portland called Blue PDX. I joined those two and I started selling promotional items to different businesses, schools, and churches in addition to my website services. During my first year in business, I discovered that by creating a retail store for people to come and purchase from me made more sense and money. And it was a service that most businesses were expecting from me one way or the other. They would choose blank t-shirts and I would print on them on the spot. This grew my business. That basically took much of my summer that year. I ended up opening a little kiosk right in the middle of Vancouver Mall, selling t-shirts and all that promotional stuff. It was fun for the first month or two until I realized I was chained to that kiosk. I had no options but to stay there from open to close. During the time, I learned that I wasn't a person that was happy being stuck in a single location or a room for that long. And I ended up basically skipping a lot of days and receiving a lot of fines from the leasing agent, leasing office due to just being late or not there during the business hours. But that being said, it was a burn and I wasn't able to get out of the contract that easy and ended up opening an office space instead. You see, I started screen printing for my clients who would find me online until I realized how difficult it was to hire someone for the role of a screen printer. You see, screen printing is not an easy job. It requires you to be at the press unit that produced over 400 Fahrenheit of heat to cure the ink on the shirt. You see, that wasn't the fun part of the job. It was right around that time when I was pursuing my bachelor's in business. And I thought to myself, I should rethink this whole business. What am I doing in the world? You see, I can't find people to do printing for me. How am I going to grow this company? I mean, I can't do everything myself. You either have to focus on sales or you become a very good operations manager and you find the salesperson. I didn't want to do the operations side of the business. And it, you know, didn't want to get stuck in that side of the business for life. You know, I ended up pursuing other ideas. And right around that time, I had an uncle who was doing window covering business. He was manufacturing shutters. These are wooden shutters that would go on people's windows. After talking to him and offering him my website design service, I thought maybe I could assist him in some ways with my web design and online marketing, and then find an opportunity to sell them for commission. Since I don't have that much interest in manufacturing, maybe I could just sell a product. 
with the idea of selling shiners, I started looking into other manufacturers for additional products. With the manufacturers in place, I established a new business in window coverings. And I called my company Blinds Northwest, which I ran for five years or so, selling window coverings to new and remodeled homes. I built the website and I would advertise online by offering free in-home consultation. During the free in-home consultation, I would go measure their windows, show them different samples and explain to them how our product is different from other manufacturers and how they would order from me and what they should be expecting. That ended up being a very lucrative business for me that lasted for a very long time. I would say over five years, you know, I ended up opening an office space and working in Vancouver downtown and then another uh, co-working space out of Portland downtown. I enjoyed this business and there was an opportunity to grow, but like all previous businesses, my passion or love uh, for it stopped growing. That led me to start looking for another idea of a business that I could start, something on the side. Right around that time, I was renting an office space in Vancouver downtown. And I had a basically an extra desk space and I thought about it and came up with an idea. What if I just sublease it? I placed an ad on Craigslist and within a day, that same day, I remember getting a few interested people in renting from me. I was able to find a guy who wanted to rent the desk space. It was convenient for him as well as for me that I didn't have to pay for the whole lease. You know, my name was still on the lease, but I could sublease the desk space and they would cover my lease of rent. One day, I remember sitting at a coffee shop and an old friend of mine just shows up and walks in. We sat down and talked about the idea of running this subleasing desk space business. We realized there was a market opportunity for that in Vancouver downtown. The idea was to launch a co-working space, which became Columbia Collective. We ended up opening a fairly large office space right in the main street of downtown Vancouver. Right below us was a coffee shop called Boomerang. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that location. We opened that business and started subleasing office space to others you know other remote employees freelancers other companies and the idea was to subdivide this space into different membership tiers such as flex desk dedicated desk dedicated office private office space also rent our event space you know our conference rooms flex desk space uh, per hour based it was an interesting time and period of my life where I ended up starting this business with a friend of mine that we ended up selling to the owner of the building, our landlord, who decided to have the same kind of business in our area. After selling that business, my wife and I started looking for another idea to pursue, which we run today, which is our coffee shop called Presso Coffee. Has been over two years now, three years of running that coffee shop. We started with caring business that eventually led to us opening a physical location in North Portland. It was a growing little community, a historic downtown of North Portland. To this day, we have opened another location in Vancouver, Washington. The lessons from my experience is that when you start a business, you need to tap into an existing need. The need drives the business. Then it's easier to find other businesses or other people who are like that, that have the same need. Today marks another chapter in my life. I'll share that in my other episodes. I continue to run our coffee shop. That's definitely something I enjoy, but I also enjoy doing digital marketing, advertising, and real estate. 
If you guys have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me. Just direct message me on Instagram or my website. Love to feature your questions on my next episodes.